Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 338 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for your word. Help us glean the message you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what's happening in John chapter 3. The most popular verse is in our chapter today, John 3.16, which says, For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave up his only begotten son, so that whoever believes in, trusts in, clings to, relies on him, shall not perish, come to destruction, be lost, but have eternal everlasting life. We are loved by God. He is our maker, our creator, and loves us much more than we could possibly comprehend. May we give our whole hearts to him. Verse 17 says, For God did not send the Son into the world in order to judge, to reject, to condemn, to pass sentence on the world, but that the world might find salvation and be made safe and sound through him. And verse 18 says, He who believes in him, who clings to, trusts, and relies on him is not judged. He who trusts in him never comes up for judgment. For in him there is no rejection, no condemnation. He incurs no damnation. In this chapter, the Apostle John includes many references to belief in Jesus and receiving eternal life. As we read about the end times in the book of Revelation, we can turn to these passages repeatedly and be assured that we are deeply loved. God made a way for us to have salvation through his son, Jesus Christ. Well, let's see what vision John writes about in Revelation chapter 18. In this chapter, we read about the fall of the economy more than the fall of the religious system, as we read in chapter 17. All the businessmen on the land and ports watch the destruction of the economy that put vast amounts of money in their pockets. Every part of the economy is destroyed, and the people of this world who depend on it are devastated. May we put our faith and trust in God and not the things of this world. There are several passages referenced from the prophets. I encourage you to read them to see how their prophecies relate to the ones in this chapter. God has had a plan from the beginning, and we'll see it through to the end. May we cling to our faith every day that we draw breath here on earth. Let's see what we can learn in Hosea chapter 3. God tells Hosea to go back and love his wife, who had committed adultery, in the same way God loves the Israelites despite their unfaithfulness to him. Hosea was instructed to buy her back with the same amount of money an enslaved person was purchased for. Just as the Israelites were held in bondage both physically at one point and spiritually to the gods of other nations, the Lord will buy their freedom back with his son Jesus. In verse 3, Hosea was instructed to tell his wife, You shall be betrothed to me for many days. You shall not play the harlot, and you shall not belong to another man. In the same way, the Israelites would be betrothed to God, and they will not serve or belong to anyone but him. In the last verse, he promises King David will be king once more, which will be in the millennium. Then they will experience the goodness of the Lord. May our hearts be the Lord's here and now as we wait for him to make everything right for us at the end of the ages. In chapter 4, God's message to the people is that they have lost faithfulness, love, pity, mercy, and personal experience with and knowledge of him. Murder, stealing, adultery, and violence are the norm. The Lord blames the people for not listening to his messengers, his priests, and prophets. He also blames the priests. Verse 6 says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you, the priestly nation, have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you that you shall be no priest to me, 
seeing you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. Did they not search and read the scriptures daily to stay in faith and gain more understanding? We don't know, but God holds them accountable for their lack of knowledge. May our hearts continue seeking knowledge and wisdom and desire to read God's word daily. He calls us to learn of him. The Lord made his people prosper in every way as he brought them into the promised land and fought their battles. Verse 7 tells us that their prosperity led to sin. They sought favor and glory from other nations instead of Almighty God. May we be clear about God's blessings on us instead of thinking our blessings come from our own hands. May we seek him instead of earthly riches. God talks about their idol worship and sacrifices to earthly idols. They will be captives and aliens in other countries because of their allegiance to false gods. May God be the only God we worship because he is the one true God. We see how our love of earthly things hurts God. Just as we feel the hurt of a child who seeks the world instead of our love, God feels the hurt of our lack of faith in him when we turn to the world before him. Well, let's see what wisdom Solomon has for us in chapter 7. Solomon pleads with us to keep God's commandments. Verses 4 and 5 say, Say to skillful and godly wisdom, you are my sister, and regard understanding or insight as your intimate friend, that they may keep you from the loose woman, from the adventurous who flatters with and makes smooth her words. He tells the tale of a woman who lures men into a trap that leads to death. We can see how the young man is led astray. All sin seems good initially, but leads to pain and destruction. Consider verse 21, where even his conscience is overtaken by this woman. All sin is the same. If we consider the harlotry of Israel being led astray by other nations, we must seek wisdom and understanding above all, and not let the enticing the world brings to our doorstep lead us astray. We can pray against temptation that leads to sin, and for God to strengthen us to follow his way, not the world's. Let us pray. O Lord, lead us in your ways. Keep us from temptation, Father, and keep us from sin and evil. We read about your Son, who keeps us from the captivity of sin. Keep our eyes on you and him as we praise you and rejoice that we are saved. May we walk in your power and your ways. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.